this is not helping. So he's taken a real issue, yep. and he's he is, I think, doing such a quick fix that's not even a fix, but it's to get votes. I uh-huh. really think it's a political move. Yeah. I really think it's a political move. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and we talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. Pulling out a topic from the hopper. Yeah, this one has been in there for a while. Our president has pushed it out of the hopper for us to talk about. Yeah, you're talking about the school debt. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He's looking to do a one-time forgiveness of school debt. Yeah, I think he's he's basically announced it. It hasn't happened yet, but it's because mm-hmm. it's being... The cost of college is ridiculous. Let's talk about that first. Yeah. So the cost of college. Tuition prices have been absolutely skyrocketing. Oh, yeah. Since about 1985. If you look at graphs, like the, 1985, yep. it's, it's keeping pace with inflation. And then all of a sudden, there's this spike in the graph yeah. that goes like just... It's it's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, it, it's not professors who are making this money. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, they, they probably need to make more money, honestly. Yeah, certainly. certainly. Depending on the professor so and, and their position. The but, and the, yeah. yeah, a lot in the uh, community college, they just use these folks. Yeah. And, 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 they, and a, lot of, a, lot of the, a lot of the big um, state universities as well. And yeah, they're using, um, you know, uh, professors and they're not actually hiring them. They're hiring them like uh, for one class and then yep. next semester, another two classes and then another class. And you, you just string them along, and they're paying. They never get paid. really pay them a full it's time. Crazy. Yeah, it's it's a rough route. Well, what started happening? The reason that it's gone up so much is that so many people have wanted to go to college. They recognize that going to college is the way to uh-huh. to to make more money in your life. And so, with so many people going to college, uh, and being able to take out loans to go to college and get scholarships for going to college, all of a sudden. In the late '80s and the early '90s, when you and I were going to college, yeah, um, the number of people that were applying to colleges just shot up tremendously, and so then um, colleges uh, there were tons and tons of for-profit colleges that that wanted to take advantage and get all of this money. We yeah. had a whole bunch of customers all of a sudden, and so they started increasing their marketing. Uh-huh. It, which is basically what it was, is marketing. Like, how do we get more students? Right. How do we get these dollars? And some of them, like 20% of their total budget in the in the 90s, and this has continued until today, it goes to marketing, advertising. Yeah. And getting and then, so then all the other colleges that have been around for a long time, they had to do the same basic thing. So all of a sudden they're spending so much more yeah. to to get the the limited number of students. Yeah. And then they started not just marketing, but all of these colleges and universities started having all the amenities. Yeah, the, you got. Yeah, if you want to come to the school, yep. um, we have all these cafeterias. We totally. have uh, an ice skating rink. We've totally. got That's yeah, it. all the fields and they amenities. Got yeah. Rock climbing walls yeah. and luxury dorms. All kinds of intramural teams and all that kind of stuff. It's it, some have called it the all frills experience. Uh huh. And so that all that stuff that has nothing to do with education, really. It's but it's attracting these students. Yeah, you know when I went to school, um, it, I went to a small state school, James Madison University yeah, uh-huh. in Virginia, yeah, in a small town, Harrisonburg, yeah. in sure. the mountains. Sure, sure. Um, and it 
it had some amenities, like uh-huh. all schools yeah, do. Sure, sure. But they they really started exploding in that way. Yeah. Soon after I graduated. Uh huh. They started building a whole other campus and yep. really started growing. Um, and the the president was uh, making more and more and more money. Yes. That's another thing. Is they just they, the salaries for the people at the very top have skyrocketed. Crazy. You know, right now the median uh, salary for a university president is. Five hundred thousand dollars a year. That's a lot of money. Half pre- half of presidents make more than that. Yep. And half make less. That's a cre- you're right. It is skyrocketed. This is nuts. Yeah. And yeah. So then the, they're trying to appeal to get all those dollars with uh, and and f- so for me, in the limited uh, experience that I had compared to what they have today, to me college was still fantasy land. Yeah. It was completely designed for me, right? Yes, yes, Everyone yes. there is my age. They're of, of, of some right. sort of uh, educational pursuit. Yeah. There are all the intramurals, all yeah. the dining halls, all the opportunities to get involved in all these different clubs. Yeah. And yeah. we had billiards. There was, you know, a bowling team. Yep. I did all kinds of stuff. And to me, when I left college, it was painful mm. to, to go out into the real world. Yeah, sure. Me too. Yeah, because it's like, it, it's, uh, oh, you mean when I'm done eating, I can't just drop off my tray to the lunch ladies and disappear. Totally. I actually have to wash my, my stuff. Ugh. You know, I have to go to the grocery store and buy my food and cook it. And, right. you know, it, it didn't prepare me for the real, I mean, you, you got to learn that stuff anyway, right? But, sure. But it was already what I call fantasy land. Totally. And and now it's it's in excess. Totally right? in excess. I mean, That's right. When you get out of, of school and it's been that kind of experience with all those amenities, what yeah. What kind of life are you are you thinking? What what kind of expectation are you having? You know, no wonder like they say the millennials are soft or they're you know they sure. they're, they're too entitled. They have too high expectations. Well, the colleges are really, you know, it's becoming a a, a bigger fantasy yeah, land. That's right. That's right. Um, since um, the early nineteen nineties, administrative staffs in colleges have grown tremendously. For every one added professor, they add ten administrators. Wow. Since the early 1990s. And it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and those, those administrators are making more money than the professors, typically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not only that, students then are relying more and more on student loans as time goes on. Yeah. Um, part of the reason is because as st- students are, are relying on these loans, and if they really are relying on loans, then in the admissions process, a student having to take out a $10,000 loan feels to them the same exact thing as taking out a $20,000 loan. Right. It, or a $30,000 yeah. loan. Once you accept that debt is part of the path, the amount of debt is a secondary. And so then yeah. the colleges and universities can say, if they're taking out loans anyway, let's just inflate the price and put in more marketing, more administrators, mm-hmm. more, another heated pool, and... Bigger salaries, bigger salaries for, the guys for everybody, the top. Yep. and then we're just like, okay, instead of they're taking out ten thousand dollars loans, they're going to take out twenty thousand dollars loans. They're going to sign, you know, it's not going to mm-hmm. because they don't they don't feel the difference, um, and so it, the costs have gone crazy. Not yeah. only that, but uh, with the various economic downturns we've had, um, with the dot com bubble and then the housing crisis and different things like that. Um, states have overwhelmingly scaled back their funding levels from the big state schools and the small state schools, yeah. all the state schools. Yeah. And so used to be they're mostly funded by tax dollars from the state. Now it's a very, very small percentage. And so as costs are going up, their revenue from the state is shrinking to almost nothing. Yeah. You know, where is all the tax money going? 
<laughs> you know, because it's not going into uh, to the 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 legal system. It's yeah. not going into to policing. It's not going into the schools as much. We're, Let's put that in the hopper. I really don't know, but that is a really good question. Uh, the the money's going somewhere. It's going somewhere. Right. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. That's a good question. Okay, so prices have gone crazy, which means that people are taking out loans that are crazy. And so now Biden has announced that he's going to forgive a lot of student loans. So $10,000 for all but like the top 5% of earners in the country. So most everybody. you got to be in the top 5% not to qualify. Mm-hmm. But $10,000. And then that's doubled if you receive Pell Grants. Um, which means you're poor, poorer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, the, he's, that's going to affect 43 million borrowers, and it will cancel all the debt of 20 million of those. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that is that he's doing is he's going to cut the monthly payments in half um, of your discretionary spending. So if you don't have much money, they look at discretionary spending right now, you have to give up to 10% of your discretionary spending, but he's going to drop that down to 5%. Mm-hmm. That would be your payment to a student loan if you, if you need that kind of help. Um, some things that people have said are really good about this, because there are a few good things. Yeah. I, honestly, I'm with you. I don't like it, but there are a few good things. Yeah. One is that uh, this is going to promote a sense of racial equity. Minority students are far more likely to get student loans and they're going to be take up much more of the forgiveness mm-hmm. than than others, and that's good. Um, there's some people are saying, you know, why uh, one of the problems with it, and I do have this problem, um, that uh, uh, what's happening is that people who went to college uh, are getting money from all the rest of us, which includes a lot of people who didn't go to college, right? And so they are better earners. Well, turns out there's a ton of people who go to college, take out loans, and don't finish. That uh-huh. happens a ton, and this would affect those folks as well. Uh-huh. And so there's a lot. If you if you go to college, take out loans, but don't get a college degree, you got the same job prospects as a high school graduate, but now you've got college-sized loans. Right. And so this is going to help those people tremendously, and I, that's actually a really good thing. Um, I do think it's going to... Uh, boost the economy because people will have more ability to spend money. And I think that's good. Um, now, can I challenge some of the uh, come on, with, come on. You know, what you think is good? Um, yeah, yeah. So what if someone went to college and they partied their way out? I mean, they, they took loans. Yeah. They were completely irresponsible. Yep. And now they have debt. Yep. Um, and we should just forgive it. That's a good thing. So if they partied their way out and they just said, forget this, I, you know, I'm bored with this. Yeah, that's that's probably not good. I'm thinking about someone who, uh, uh, and I think this. Yeah, I'd be interested in the breakdown. But in my mind, it's a it's there's a bunch of folks who uh-huh. are uh, who failed out because they uh, were working too much, or uh, all of a sudden they've got a kid that they need to take care of, can't go to classes. Um, you know, some other tragedy happens and they're not able to finish. Those kinds of things. Yeah, so it's like uh, this is part of the issue for me with the whole uh, debt forgiveness. Is this one time sort of thing? Is like, is how do you, 
there's so much nuancing that's required. These things are more complicated than that. I'm you, you can't 100%. just assume that that someone's having a hard time. That's right. And that they need a break. That's right. Um, there's also people who 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 need to to learn to take responsibility for themselves, and that's the that's other right. side, right? And and uh, there there could be better ways of doing this. I, I think the whole system needs to be rebooted. Yeah. Um, it's just it's ridiculous how much it costs. That that we know. Yeah. Right. So, so uh, taking that responsibility for themselves, it does not make sense to me to hold eighteen-year-olds completely responsible for their decisions in taking out in the different in, in being able to understand the difference between a ten thousand dollar loan and a twenty thousand dollar loan when all their friends are going to the state school and there's a climbing wall and there's a yeah sure I'm going to sign and take out the loan. Uh, th- there's a much bigger system that is preying on them. And as as a and seeing them as a profit center, um, and then we're just going to keep exacting money. So that's an yeah, issue. That yeah, that's and we're not. De- this does not deal with that. Right. At all. Exactly. Exactly. On the other yeah. hand, I'm with you. I I don't think that. Uh, I think people need to be responsible for their own decisions. And I took out some student loans. I paid those off a long time ago, and it was very hard. And my wife and I lived very frugally for a long mm-hmm. time in order for me to, uh, to to, you know, to pay those off. Yeah, um, and, it, and of course, it would be horrific if they were four times as much like they are they would now, have been. Yes, or that's five right. times, or you know, like right. excessive amounts of loans yeah. that are impossible. I mean, you you go, you get a nursing degree or something, and you come out with a a, a, a decent salary. Yeah. Um, but it's but it's it's not really yeah one that's going to pay off that kind of debt. Right. It'll take you thirty years or more. That's that's wrong. That's a yeah. That system needs to be rebooted, like I said. And then you've got some loans that are uh, basically predatory loans that yeah. are that are within the student loan system, where people are making their payments on time, but they're paying less than the interest each mm-hmm. month, which means that the principal debt is growing, even though they're making all their payments on time. Yeah. Uh, that's awful. Yep. That's a that's an evil evil system. And for That's and, that's just the company store right there. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's basically indentured servitude. Yep. That's basically what that is. Um and that's happening with a lot of these a lot of these loans. And so uh th- something needs to happen. But the big thing that I I'm saying, the same as you, is that this is not solving the problem. No. Because this semester people are going to take out loans Right, that are not going to be forgiven, and the same the, the same predatory issues, yep. the same. It's all still all, there. It's still happening. You bring relief to this is this is kind of Biden's thing. I don't like. It's like let let me bring a a bit of relief to to these people right now. Yeah, and it doesn't solve the the systemic problems. Yeah, like all that stimulus for COVID that was a huge mistake. That's why we're we're you know our our economy's falling apart. That was a huge mistake. People could have bucked up and, you know, I mean, it just, it, it was a pandemic. Of course, people were there. It was, it was hard times, right? Yeah. I, I I don't know if, I don't, I'm not sure that I'm prepared to say it was a mistake, but I understand what you're saying. I understand where you're coming from. Did you from. need that money? I did not. But I did are, not either. I know but, there probably were some people who did. Absolutely there were. Absolutely there were. But and you, you know, and I aren't them. I, yeah. And we I, did not need that money. And I wonder how many, yeah. though. I mean, it's it's hard to know. It's hard to know, but I know folks who absolutely needed that money. There were businesses that got just excessive money. Yeah, totally. That they did not need. Yeah. And now we're all paying for it. Yep. 
And it's like, and, and who gets to pick and choose that? You yeah. said that, that's not, that's not rebooting or, or reestablishing better systems. That's just like, it, it's the same thing he's doing now. Just that's right. let's benefit a few people because this is a problem and let's not solve the problem whatsoever. Yeah, this doesn't address the problem. I, I think what he's doing is, I think it's, it's very, very political. I think he has taken an actual issue. I am very concerned about uh, Absolutely. Stu- student loan debt and the price of college. Absolutely. That is something that we have to address. And the high cost of, of colleges and universities is ridiculous. Ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous, that needs to be addressed. And people who have been victims of that system need some sort of help. I really believe that. Yeah. And this is not helping. So he's taken a real issue, yep. and he's he is, I think, doing such a quick fix that's not even a fix, but it's to get votes. I uh-huh. really think it's a political move. Yeah. I really think it's a political move. You know, there's another— there's Which is just so sad. It's terrible. The, uh, there's another. Um, I, I got two more things I want to say, at least. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can I can talk about this stuff forever. Um, one is that there is another um, way. There, there's a new way that people are thinking about paying for college. Have you heard of Purdue's new system of paying for college? No. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, so I'm gonna get. I, I'm not gonna be specific about the numbers. Um, that information is out there, and you can, if you want to, you can look it up. Here's right. the basic. Or you can put system. it in the show notes if you want. I'll put it in the show notes, maybe. Um, a, a link to those kinds of things. Purdue, you know the big university, Purdue, yeah. Um, and they have, to, they are doing something new. They are saying, um, you can pay for your, um, your college experience by giving the university. A percentage of your income after you graduate uh-huh. for a certain number of years. Okay. And I like that system. Now, there's there's a lot of safeties and guardrails that need to be placed on that uh-huh. for sure. But I like that system because they then are motivated to get you through to finish the college degree. Yep. And to give you enough of a, a good enough education. That you're going to be making a ton yeah. of money when you get out. Yep. Other schools ha- don't have those motivations. And it's they probably will do a lot more for placement and um, they do a ton internships for placement. and things to a help ton, people exactly. get those positions. Exactly. Yeah. Because they're getting a percentage, which then makes people want to go to that school. Totally. Yeah. Then, so there are adjustments. If you are getting a degree in philosophy. You got to pay a larger percentage of your income afterwards than if you get a degree in uh, business in, in chemical engineering. Uh-huh. Chemical engineering, you got to pay a small. Those people are making a ton of money right yeah. out of college, and uh, so then you make a you give a really small percentage. But that, so it's adjusted for. I see, because because people who get a philosophy degree make no money. Make they make almost no <laughs> so, money. That's right. So they have to pay fifty percent of their. Uh, Two dollars, <laughs> right? Back to Purdue <laughs> for the rest of their lives. But you understand they, they've adjusted that. But I think that that's totally appropriate. That's actually a really great thing to say. We have crunched the numbers, and if you get this degree, you can expect to make this amount of money. If you get this degree, you can expect to make this amount of money. Mm-hmm. They do have a cap where if you pay a certain what is it? Uh, if you pay two and a half times what your education cost, then you don't pay any more than that. Uh huh. Um, and so, yeah, but as your salary goes up, 
then you know you get a raise. Yeah. And usually it's like eight or ten years. Your first eight or ten years of working life. So if you take a year off to go uh, pack pack around Europe or to do an internship, mm-hmm. they don't count that. You, the clock doesn't start during uh-huh. that time. If you take uh, maternity leave and you're not don't have any income during that time, then you, the clock stops for that. But anyway, I think that's a great way of of paying for college. I think it's a it's a new hmm. system where the school is investing in you. It's a, it's kind of like you are selling shares of your future earnings. Yeah. And ra- and so then the school isn't is yeah invested wanting to make sure you are making a bunch of money. Yeah. Where in the in our regular system for everybody else the school doesn't care, they just want their money. So that's interesting. It is interesting. To to think see, about that. Yeah, you need to think some yeah. more about that. Yeah, and everybody's watching that Purdue. It's a fairly yeah. new system to see how's this going to work. Yeah. Uh, how how does this go? Yeah. Um, but if you if you get a job that's terrible. Okay, uh, um, then you you go for your eight years and pay your twenty percent or five percent or whatever it is, and then you're done. And then you you paid much less for your education. Uh-huh. Uh, but no one's going to be motivated to stick it to Purdue by having a tiny. You know, I'm going to make thirty thousand dollars a year just to stick it to Purdue for. Eight, you're not going to do that for eight years. Yeah. Like no, I I want to make more money. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, so one more thing that I have to say about this that I want to uh, bring up. Is sure it's just one? You no, said, you, no, yeah. but one in my mind right now. Okay. <laughs> you, as soon as you make a comment, I'm going to have three more things I want to yeah, talk about. Okay. But th- this is the other thing. The president for giving this loan, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not a legal scholar. However, we have a separation of powers into three different branches of government. Yeah. The branch of government that deals with money right. and federal funding is not the president. Yeah. It is the Congress. And he, just like Trump before him, just like Obama before him, mm-hmm. just like Bush before him, and each of those has gotten worse in succession. Yeah. Uh, tremendously worse, each yep. of them. Yep. Have just unilaterally said, this is how the government is spending its money now. Right. That flies in the face of what, the, of what Congress has said. This is this idea has come before Congress a number of times. Yeah, Congress has turned it down. Now Congress is not working. That's what, this is what Biden would say, and, and people who are really for this, it would say, "Well, Congress is at a standstill. It's not working well." Okay, yeah, but still, that's their constitutional right, uh-huh. and we got to figure out how to get Congress working again. Okay, I get that. Yeah, but you can't. This is a dictator taking on too much responsibility. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I mean, think this it is, is ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's Star Wars, you know what. Do you know? I mean, the whole you know, Star Wars is all about empire. Oh yes, 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 the empire. Yeah, Yeah. Star Wars is a story of like like uh, Nazi Germany. Totally. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's kind of the framework. Or even this. Yeah, that's the framework that that uh, they're using. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. uh, George Lucas and all the 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 anti-empire. That's right. right. And um, but how does empire grow? Yep. Uh, and, and it's uh, there's there are crises that, yep. that are made up even sometimes That's right. or, or it, you know, are hyped up, yep. trunked up. And um, and you, you create these these issues and you give power to one person more so, more so over the years yep. to deal with these problems. I yes. mean, and and I agree with you. We do need reform in Congress for sure. Yes. We need reform all over the place. But yes. I, the answer here is not to give more and more power to the one guy yep. 
Especially the guys we have to pick from these days. Totally. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, it's a wreck. I, I, I'm with you 100. percent I'm let's, with you 100. Let's get some real candidates. Let's get let's get a real Congress. It's that's uh, you know, isn't about their their own revenue. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, we just need so much reform. And uh, so I agree with you. Though, how, how is he? How's he going to get this passed? Uh, how is this? Yeah. So apparently he is tying this. Believe it or not, this is ridiculous to me. Ridiculous. But every president has done this. This is not about uh, <laughs> Democrats or Republicans because right. they right. all do all. We've we've had two Republicans and two Democrat presidents Power that, grabs. that that are yep. doing the exact same thing. Anyway, he's tying this to the pandemic and saying this is related to the pandemic and the pan and because of the pandemic, then there is some law that gives him like broad authority to address yeah. national crisis during a pan uh, something yeah. like that. I forget that's, the I forget the wording of it. That's Jar Jar Binks calling totally. the council to give emergency powers to that's the exactly chancellor. What it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's but that's it's basically that sort of thing that is that, you know, allowed uh, uh Trump to do the same thing. With Obama, it was you know, the the DACA kids mm -hmm. and you know, we're just you know, we're gonna let them free. No, they're illegals. I think they should be let free, but the president doesn't have the right to make those laws. Right. I, ag I actually agree with him <laughs> right. about that, but he can't just say, this is a law that I am going to refuse to enforce. Therefore, it is no longer a law. Like, wait, no. Right. That is... That's not your branch of government. That's not your branch of government. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I want people to have forgiveness for the predatory loans and stuff, but that's not his branch of government. Yeah. He 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 needs to back off of this, and and Trump was the same way in Bush, and it's just anyway, yeah. that's a different issue than than uh, uh, it, it, is this going to work to help people? But because uh, it might, yeah. Um, I think that if Congress were doing it, I would still have an issue with it. I still don't like it, but at least they have the con the uh, constitutional right to do it. Yeah, I don't think the president does. I hear you, but somehow they're going to get it through because. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I know. Am I too cynical? I, you know, I was sitting here thinking, like, well, we need some good news from all this. We need to, like, you know, yeah. I, I don't know what it is other than the up. kingdom. You know, I, other than then come Lord Jesus uh, and help us. Because Amen. it seems like things get more and more complicated and they, they keep falling apart at the same time. And it, it's just a, you know, I can see why. Uh, Christians, and I think this is wrong of them, but Christians say, "I just, I just want Jesus to come back." Yeah, and we got to stay engaged. We got to keep talking about this totally, stuff, totally. and That's right. and trying to reform and calling people to reform. And I think that, that episode that we uh, released not too long ago, just saying, "Let's vote for some integrity. Let's vote for for moral character again. Yeah, let's boy. recapture virtue. Let's yes. recapture what really matters." Instead of all this uh, money grubbing and power grabs, and, and our our government, we are we need to tell them. Yeah, we're not going to vote for you. I, I've been reflecting on that. That was Richard Rains, an interview we did with him uh -huh. um, a few, I don't know, recently. And uh, man, when he said uh, we should not, we should not be voting for political ideology. We should be voting for integrity mm -hmm. and virtue. That caught me a little bit off guard. But this is a guy who who was involved in politics. He was involved in, yeah. in Georgia state politics. As a Republican, he, well, I think as a Republican, he said he was very conservative yeah. in his politics. That's great. That's fine. Um, but he's saying, basically, I think, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but 
I, I don't care about conservative. I'm not going to elect someone for their conservative yeah. ideology anymore. I'm looking for virtue. Because the immorality has gotten out of control. On both sides. Yep. And if we can, and I've been reflecting on this. I don't want to put words in his mouth. I'll say it for myself. I think I'm convinced by that. I, I mm -hmm. really am. And I think that I would rather have someone who disagrees with me on political ideology, but is some a person of character and virtue and yeah. stands for something right stands for something wants to build something and do something rather than uh, some weenie who's going to just bring power to themselves yeah. and and create some spectacle yep. just to create followers i don't i'm yeah. tired of that me I'm too tired and, of it when i say immorality i'm not talking about um i mean trump and his porn star although i am that stuff that, that's, does, that's, that's still right. out there but i'm not talking about uh clinton and his uh intern totally although that, although that I, stuff is still out there yeah, and that's and it, a problem it is a problem i'm talking about the financial immorality totally, totally. the the lack of principle yep. in the government yep. and it's and respecting the constitution that's, it. that's and, it that's it you know trying to make uh the world less corrupt and more righteous and yeah th that kind of morality yes. is so desperately needed Yes, and it's such a like uh, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine sort of uh, gentleman's club, and uh, it's just it's really yeah, it's hard, it's hard you. not to be cynical. And it doesn't, and, and in that sense, it doesn't matter the political ideology. If someone agrees with me completely, but actually doesn't stand, I mean, they they talk about it, uh -huh. but if they're not actually. If, if Putting really their neck what, out there to do it. If really yeah. what they're doing is just gathering power to themselves, then I'm a chump. Yeah. I'd, I'd much rather vote for someone who's really going to make a difference. Mm -hmm. See it as a as a, a role of service. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. I think that's much better. Anyway, uh, come Lord Jesus. <laughs> uh, are these, Again, is there any good news? Maybe not. I don't know. Let's try something. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> Hey, this is Dave with the Hopper Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Willie and I sure do enjoy this, and we hope you're enjoying it too. If you like this podcast, we sure could use some help. It costs money to keep this thing rolling. You can give at patreon.com forward slash the Hopper Podcast. You can also go on your mobile device and swipe the cover art, and there'll be a, a line there that says support the Hopper Podcast. We sure could use some help. We appreciate it. Thanks. Dave, I ran across a story just recently um, about a woman named Amethyst Realm. She's 32 years old. She lives in the UK, in Bristol. And she was um, she's someone who communes with the dead. Okay. And she got to know this one ghost in 2018 while she was vacationing in Australia. <laughs> okay. She got to know this ghost. Okay. Okay? Sure. And no, turned, no, was it an Australian ghost or it, was it an like Australian a, ghost? Okay, um, whose name was Ray? Okay, Ray. Okay, and uh, they got to know each other. Uh, they fell in love. Uh huh. And then they were dating. <laughs> okay. They were dating. Uh huh. Um, and after some time, they decided to get married. She's going to marry this ghost named Ray, but tragedy befell. The uh, bride to be oh, when no. when she said that Ray quote fell in with a bad crowd, <laughs> uh, a crowd of fellow ghosts in Thailand. No way! When he was on a trip there, dirty dog, and it led him to become 
what she said, really inconsiderate. Ray. Yes. You blew it, man. So they were uh, they were on another trip together, and apparently Ray was bringing back various unknown ghosts into their hotel room. <laughs> she knows this because she was picking up unwelcome vibes along with uh-huh. some unpleasant odors. <laughs> And into the room, and that's how she knew that Ray was falling in with a bad crowd, and he was really inconsiderate of her, so she sadly has called off the wedding. Um, I was planning to go to that wedding, um, but it's been called off. Ray, you bastard. (laughs) Yeah. What a dirty dog. This this poor lady. Bait and switch. Totally a bait and switch. So he went off to Thailand. Yeah. You know, the, one of the, the sex trafficking capitals of the world. Right, right. Got himself in trouble. Yeah. Maybe maybe for that reason or maybe something totally different. Came back with some bad odors. Came back with some and some friends who were uh, inconsiderate Man. of his fiance. And who knows what was going on. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> But she's decided not to go through with the wedding. Oh, man. That's really sad. Poor thing. Um, uh, <laughs> did did Ray have any other names? I mean, that's a good question. I don't know. All don't you ha- think she would want to know like What's more about Ray? Name? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking at this article. How did he die? About when him. did he live? Yeah. No, I don't. I'm I'm looking at. Um, I know. That, let's see. Their their um, uh, plan was to be to have their wedding. At the uh, Wookie Hole Caves in the English country of Somerset, okay. in the English county, uh, the county of Somerset. Uh huh. Yeah. In the caves. Yeah, in the caves. Where, in the caves. Where ghosts would feel more comfortable. I suppose. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm, some, I'm looking to see. You if can if trap some bad odors in a cave, though. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, if she marries any old man in the world, she's going to have some bad odors to contend with. So, <laughs> Ray is not, that's yeah. right. She, maybe this is the first first connection that she's had, first real relationship with a man right. that she's been close to. And right. like, okay, no, that wasn't the bad odors of his companions. That's just what a man smells like right. when he when he's three hours out of a shower. Yeah. <laughs> when he's breaking wind with regularity. Well, yes. <laughs> This is William with the Hopper Podcast. Some things matter a whole lot, like abortion, gun control, LGBTQ issues, the environment, redemption, hope, truth, and justice. These things take careful, nuanced, thoughtful, and open discussions. Other things don't matter much at all, like dad jokes, beer preferences, pranks, and poop. These things are silly and fun. But here at the Hopper Podcast, we love both. And if you do too, please share the Hopper Podcast with a friend, like, follow, and call in to encourage us at 214-267-9287. Thanks. Preacher guys, girlfriend. But who understands those preacher guys anyway? They only talk to her because she looks like Mother <laughs> Teresa. Okay. I mean, but look at it. It's just huge. It's gross. She just looks so righteous. I like big bubbles and I cannot lie. You Christian brothers can't deny that when a girl walks in with a KJV and a bookmark in Proverbs, you get stoked. Got a name engraved. 
Next thing you know, this girl is saved. It looks like one of those large ones with plenty of space in the margins. Oh, baby, I want to read with you because your Bible's got pictures. My minister tried to console me, but that book you got makes me so holy. Ooh, mama oh, my mama, you say you want coin or knee? Yeah, well, bless me, bless me, and teach me about John Wesley. I saw her praying while I was DJing. She got grace, pretty face. She ain't going down to the bad place. I'm tired of heathen guys saying they like pocket size. Ask the average Christian to take a look. She got a pack much book. So, fellas, yeah, fellas, yeah. Have your girlfriend's got the book. Oh, yeah. Well, read it, read it, read it, read it, read that holy book. Baby, y'all, NIV with the ribbon bookmark. <laughs> NIV with the ribbon bookmark. Baby, got NIV with the ribbon bookmark. Flannel graphs. Flannel graphs, yeah. I like them leather and bound. It's 50 pounds. I just can't understand how it is some weenie. Once Bible on CD, you want to get you saved. Amen. Double up. Amen. I ain't talking about a paraphrase because Paul wouldn't use those anyways. I like them real thick and red lettered. You can't find nothing better. Southpaw's in love. Bible's that big around heard of. So I'm sitting here thinking, what if I find me a girl that shows midriff? You can have those bimbos, I keep those chicks that do devos. A word to the Christian sisters, I can't resist ya. I do God's time with ya, but I gotta be straight when I say I wanna pray till the break of day. But we got it going on, like the wife in Proverbs 31. We just might get engaged when we finish reading this page. Cause it's born, and it's torn, and I know that girl's reborn. So ladies, yeah. ladies, yeah. do you wanna save people from Hades? Yeah. Then read it. Till the pages fall out, even white preachers gotta shout. Baby got Thompson chain with the big red letters. Thompson chain with the big red letters. <laughs> baby got book. Yeah, baby. When it comes to a good book, Stephen King's resume just can't compare. 39 plus 27 equals 66 books. And if you're Catholic, there's even more. So your girlfriend quotes Bill Hybels. But does she got a big Bible? Cause that little thing she's got won't start a revival. My Bible study don't want none unless you got book, hun. You can read Clancy or Grisham, but please don't lose this book. Some brothers want to play that hard role and take it that book's too old. So they toss it and they burn it, but I pull up quick to just learn it. So your girl likes paperback. Well, I ain't down with that, cause my girlfriend's hot and her Bible's rocking, and she's got good doctrine. To the atheist chicks who try to diss, you ain't it, Miss Pris. Give me a Christian, I'm insisting, and I greet her with some holy kissing. Some pervert tried to chase, but he didn't make it past first base. She's quick to resist temptation, and she loves a new translation. So ladies who are lost and found, if you want the triple six thrown down, dial 1-800-READS-A-LOT, and teach me about those songs, baby, got NIV with the ribbon book. And I be with the ribbon bookmark. Baby got Thompson chain with the big red letters. Thompson chain with the big red letters. Bubble cows now, but you still got book. Bubble cows now, but you still got book. Bubble cows now, but you still got book. Dan Smith. Dan Smith. I have no idea who this guy is. Clever. Very clever. It's really old. Um, I'm surprised you haven't seen it before. How old is it? Yeah, I've never seen that. Obviously, I know the uh, referent. Yeah. What do you think of that? That's funny. 15 years ago, it was uploaded. 15 years ago. On YouTube. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah. It's just pretty, now seeing it. You're just now seeing it for the yeah, first, first time. Yeah, first time, yeah. You need to get on YouTube more. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of fun, though. It's clever. Yeah, Really it clever. Is. It's a music video. Uh, yeah, and of course... Yeah. Some good rap lyrics, and yeah. yeah, it's funny. It's that 80s, like late 80s rap, yeah. uh, early 90s or something. What's wrong with that? Oh, I love it. Yeah. That's, that's Old school. That's my style of rap, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's because it's that old, and I don't know when he made the video. It's probably older than that, actually. But Yeah. Um, yeah, sort of mix a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. a fun one. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Hey, uh, if you want to see that video or listen listen to it without us laughing in the middle of it you can go down to the show notes of this episode and i'll put a link down there that's uh it's a lot of fun listening to the hopper podcast you made it to the end of this week's episode congratulations you win a drink from the fire hose oh boy to claim that prize write us at the hopper podcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 214-267-9287 and join us next time we'll discuss if kanye west needs a straight jacket and a sedative i don't know anything about that i think you probably could use that be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and join our Facebook group for more Hopper goodness. Hopper Podcast is sponsored this week by Charmin Artisanal Toilet Paper. Yes, it is artisanal. <laughs> Your $5 words again.